Hello and welcome to the Lean Girl Fitcast, your place for motivation and mindset mastery on your fitness and fat loss journey. Today we are talking overeating, something we all experience, whether it was just a big indulgent meal that wasn't planned for, maybe it has been a weekend blowout, or maybe it's been a week-long holiday where you have been eating day and night. This can often trigger a shame shitstorm especially if we have been trying to stay on track and we've now let it all loose, this can either end in more overeating to try and eat our feelings, make ourselves feel better, or it can trigger a restriction cycle, which I, from experience, know all too well. Um, And so mentally, how do we cope with a time of overeating? How is it that we move forward from a place of love and positivity and inspiration instead of recounting all the things that we eat, that we ate, feeling terrible, berating ourselves, um, which obviously is not a place that we want to be. I have my lovely husband, Gilan Gork, mentalist and expert speaker, joining us today to bring his psychology and mindset tools and apply them to fat loss. These are the same tools that he teaches to high performers all around the world, teaching them how to have deep happiness while still performing at the highest level. Welcome. Always great to chat about these things with you. Overeating, do you do it? Always. <laughs> may or may not have had a piece of chocolate just before we started. No, but I mean, we're not talking about flexible eating. We're saying that what is it when we know that we have really overindulged? Totally overindulged, yeah. correct. Yeah. How is it that we come back from that? And how do we create a new context, a new mindset that actually helps us to reset faster, which is going to help us be more consistent and actually get better results? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question, and it's bound to happen. Right? Yes. We know that it's going to happen. We're all human. And um, the, the first thing that we tend to do when we do anything that we know is not in integrity with our, who, we, who we want to be, right? Yes, or, or our, uh, our aspirational, Our aspirational self um, is that we tend to uh, look at our identity and we, and we say to ourselves, this is not who I am. Or we say things like, oh, I am uh, fill in the blank of whatever way that you're criticizing yourself. Yes, I have no discipline. I can't stay consistent. And isn't it so funny how then our actions are aligned with that? Often people that say to me, I have no discipline. You have decided that you could not be disciplined. Exactly. So it's a mistake to, to start developing an identity based on what you've just done. Yes. The best way to explain this um, or to add to this is one of my favorite books is called The Magic of Thinking Big by Dr. David Schwartz. I think it was written over 40 or 50 years ago, but it's classic timeless advice. And he has this analogy that in our brains, we've got these two bankers, um, call it Mr. Positive and Mr. Negative. And they are extremely loyal. Both of them are extremely, extremely loyal and they file everything away. And so if you wake up and it's cold weather and you say, oh, no, the weather is terrible, Mr. Negative, the banker goes, you know what, here's every, he goes back into the archives or she goes back in the archives and brings out every single instance that has proven to you why this weather is terrible. And the opposite is true as well. If you say, oh, I love this weather, then your banker will go, Mr. or Mrs. Positive will give you every reason why this weather was 
was is positive. No matter what the weather is, we've had both positive and negative experiences. If it's cold, maybe it's snuggle time. If it's uh, if it's cold, we've also had where we've been outdoors and it's been crap. And so, what you do with your mind the moment you overeat is going to trigger your brain, your banker, to pull every experience that will prove to you whatever it is that you start to believe. So if you think to yourself, oh, I am so inconsistent, your banker will say, absolutely, and Mr. or Mrs. Negative will go and pull every single time that you have been inconsistent to confirm to yourself this is who you are. Mm. Or the, the opposite is to say, oh, I overate, I was inconsistent this time, but you're not giving yourself the label of I am inconsistent. You're saying I was or I I overate this time. Yes. And there's a difference between I'm not the person who always overeats. Exactly. Or, so are yes. you are you give are you shaming your character? That is what shame is. The difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is saying, Oh, I shouldn't have overeaten. I feel terrible about that, so I'm going to make a change. Mm. Shame is, oh, I am an overeater. I am so inconsistent. I always do this to myself. I'm just shit. I'm never going to get anywhere with this. Yes. That's a character attack. Yes. So the moment you start attacking your identity by putting a label on yourself, you're going to start shaming yourself and your brain will confirm to you why it is true. Mm. And that is a that is a that is a terrible thing because then you actually start to become that, and it's very difficult to get back on track and to feel good if you actually think that this is just who you are. I always I always give the the um I don't know I think it's an analogy, but I always say when I feel like a blob, I act like a blob. It's like you once you've decided that I am a certain way, or I'm just like this is the kind of person I am. So then there's certain behaviors that are linked with that. So if you feel like you're someone that can't ever stay consistent you can't stick to it and that's often a huge um th that's always a huge roadblock for people is less for example when they're going to join a program to say okay i'm going to join this program but Ange, i'm really worried that i'm not going to be able to stick to it i'm thinking you've already defined yourself as that person who's not able to stick to something so if we can let it all go and rid ourselves of those labels how can you step into the moment fresh and think about a new context that you can create that's going to set you up to be the person that you want to be and be aligned with those actions. Exactly. In a previous episode, we spoke about my carrot analogy, which is that when it's planted in the ground, you've got some of it, the leaves above the surface, those are your behaviors. But under the surface is the root, the root cause to your behaviors. And that root is made up of how you see yourself and how you see things. And based on how you see things, it's going to make you feel a certain way. So if you've got an assumption like, oh, I'm, I'm inconsistent, right? If you've got a belief about yourself, you're going to see yourself that way. You're then going to feel very differently. And based on how you feel, it's your feelings that shape up your behaviors. So don't put a label on your character. Do not form an identity around the fact that you just overate. Yes. Know that that was a behavior. You can feel guilty for doing it, but don't shame yourself or think that that is who you are. Because when you do that, you eliminate the potential for you to re-emerge in the next moment as someone different who is consistent. Right. Because if you think to yourself, oh, you know what? I am consistent. Your banker will go back and pull every single thing that you've done in various areas of your life that show that you have been oh, consistent yes. and you have the potential to be consistent. Yes. And so when you do that, when, when you when you when you refrain from labeling yourself, you you are allowing the potential 
uh, of yourself, the potentiality for you to emerge in the next moment as someone who is consistent. Okay, so don't label. That is the first thing, right? We're going to put this into a cool three-step process. So step number one is removing the label. It's going to be three R's because we want to make this memorable and something that you can go back to in that moment where you have overeaten. So firstly, we're removing the label. Remove label. And the reason why we're saying remove labels and not something like, oh, choose a positive label is because labels in general make us restrict limits ourselves to be a certain something and eliminates our it's we start to buy into our labels and if we buy into positive labels we'll buy into the negative ones mm -hmm. when we have no labels when we remove labels we have a higher potentiality to just emerge to just emerge in the next moment as whatever um we want to we want to be okay so remove labels the second thing is to understand that everything that happens to us in life is feedback mm. So we just need to learn how to reframe the, um, the times that we uh, behave in a way that isn't aligned with our goal to reframe that as feedback. And in this context is to say, how does my overeating act as feedback to me uh, in a helpful way? I think this is, this is a good one because I, I believe that we're often triggered by the same thing. So there are often many patterns that we, if we actually just took a look and took a closer look as to where are these, is it a certain food that you're eating that help, that leads you to overeat? Is it a certain situation? Is it a certain, um, you know, even certain people that you're with? Okay, and now we can start reflecting and saying, all right, how next time would I create a different context for myself or, you know, perhaps not put myself in a position where I do have two blocks of cheese that are in my fridge that I know is a trigger for me. Exactly. And so asking yourself, how can I reframe this as feedback will lead you to become a little bit introspective, maybe trace back your steps and figure out how you can do things or think about things differently in future. Maybe you land up finding, you know what, I was actually feeling a bit lonely and I turned to the chocolate. Mm. Maybe I, I realized that I had one piece of chocolate, which in itself is not bad. But then I thought to myself, oh, I'm still not feeling great. Let me have another piece of chocolate because one more piece of chocolate will make me feel okay enough to then have the self-discipline not to have any more. Yeah. But we know that that's short-lived and it's only on your third and fourth piece of chocolate. Isn't that funny how we do that? That we always just think, just one more. And we were, we were ch talking about this last night, is that it actually lasts seconds. Yeah, the chocolate in your mouth lasts Something in your mouth lasts <laughs> seconds. It's so depressing. And then you need another another piece. Yeah, and maybe it's also something to do with your environment. Like, you know that, okay, every time I sit down to watch Netflix, just being in that context immediately makes me want to Snackies. eat the chocolate or have the, the snacks. Or... come out. Exactly. Yes. So then what can you do things to maybe change your environment or lock the chocolate away? Yes, uh, or... or find a lower calorie snack that you can have instead. Have something else that's as easily available and tasty so there are things that we can do in our environment as well to make it more difficult to get the chocolate and to make it easier to have a different um satisfying snack so step number that's two. step number two is to reframe as feedback reframe as feedback right not a, not as a failure but as feedback love it okay step number three step number three is to recommit to the process and this, the most important part about doing this is where the source of that recommitment comes from. And there's two sources. It can either come from a place of lack, which, come, which, which you know, when we feel like I'm not good enough. Mm. So now I've overeaten and now I think to myself, I'm not good enough. 
I don't look good enough. I, I just, again, we have that character attack. Yes. I'm not consistent enough. I don't know if I can do this. Now, all of a sudden, coming from that place of lack, you're more likely either to start overeating more because we think that that's going to make us feel better or we're going to totally deprive ourselves restrict, right. and restrict, which we know is just setting you up for another cycle of, of overeating. That's if it comes from lack. Yes. I love the word recommit. And I think recommitting as quickly as possible is the key in getting better results and more consistency. Because often it's not that one meal. It's not that piece of cake. It's not the ice cream that you had. It then is the next meal and the next meal and the next meal and we're gonna recommit on Monday or next week or whenever it is. The faster we learn to recommit, the faster the results show up. Exactly. I mean, there's that famous clip by Rocky Balboa <laughs> where he says, uh, it's not how many times you you, you, you get hit. It's how many times you get up. Yeah, yeah He's giving his this pep talk to his son. Love so it, it's exactly that, you know, progress, even if it's two steps forward and one step back is still progress. Because you will never be perfect. You will, you will not go weeks, months without overeating. It's going to happen. You're human. It always happens. But how fast we can uh, come back from that, yes. be a comeback queen reset recommit the exactly. better and um so when we recommit from a place of love what that means is to say that who i am has got nothing to do with what i just did the the overeating that was a behavior that was something that happened and it's to come from a place of um fullness or completeness of saying i'm already enough saying that um my happiness is not only going to uh, uh, arrive when I hit that goal of being consistent. Mm. In fact, it's the other way around. The consistency will come when we already feel happy. Mm. So it's about removing that sense of self-loathing, of that self-beratement, of feeling like we're not good enough, um, and saying I will only feel good enough when I hit that that weight goal. Yes. But saying I feel good enough now. In fact, it's the seeking of that goal that's causing me to not feel good. Mm. So just drop any seeking and 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 already know inside that there is there is um self-worth just the fact that you are just the fact that you're here is amazing and is and is good enough mm. you will you will hit your goal but recommit from a place not of desperation and impatience and self-loathing but from a place of completeness and patience and knowing that any journey of success is going to have these it's all part of it but mm. like you say even slow progress is better than no progress. Mm, yes. And I think when we, we don't have to outline the exact next step, if you have that true feeling of how can I, mit, uh, how can I recommit here from a place of love, you will always have clarity on what that next step looks like. And again, just look at your very next meal. How is it that I, I often say make like a goldfish, like it never happened. That's honestly the best thing you can do. If you're trying to make up for things, if you're trying to now head into a restriction cycle, that often leads to more overeating. So often the best thing you can do is, cool, make like a goldfish, my next meal, how do I make sure that that is aligned with my goal? Yeah, and so if you, um, if you, let's say you overate at lunch and then at dinner you would normally have X, still have X. Yes. Um, because it's fine. Tomorrow, you just get straight back on it. And um, over time, that's really where the progress counts, right? Not this one sort of time.
100%. And what often people don't realize is it takes 7,000 calories over your maintenance to actually gain a kilo of fat. So one meal is so insignificant. The amount of weight gain, you don't have to make up for it. You'll be totally fine if you just move on with your very next meal. So I really love that those three steps. So step number one is we are removing the label. Step number two is we are... Step number one is removing the label. Step number two is to reframe as feedback. Reframe as feedback. And lastly, to recommit and move forward with love. Recommit from a place of love. From a place of love. Because if we recommit from a place of lack, we're going to be too extreme on either end. We're going to try and punish ourselves because we don't feel good about ourselves. Yes, I really love that. And I think it's really practical. And again, I want you to have a notes on your phone for the Lingle Fitcast. And you can have headings so that you can go back to these. We are creating these episodes not as one-off listens, but something that you're going to use as a tool. And... Those feelings will come up again perhaps when you have a day of overeating and you need to come back and re-listen to this or keep the notes in your phone. What are the three R's? What are the three steps that I want to take? Because these things need reminding, even for us. They're things that we need to go back to and remind ourselves of because when we're feeling emotional um, about something, it's difficult. It's difficult to sometimes even want that intervention, which is something we've spoken about. So please keep this in your fat loss toolbox. And I want you to go back and listen to these episodes yeah. again and again. Yeah. So if you haven't done so already, take out your phone right now and say, when I overeat, <laughs> number one is remove labels. Number two is reframe as feedback. And number three is recommit from a place of love. That's it. Just remember that. When you go back and just read those three things, you don't even need to re-listen to the whole episode. You will remember what it is and um, it'll it'll help you. Use the tools. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you found it helpful and I hope you are going to use this and implement the three R's the next time you do have a little chuckles accident and you need something to help you recommit and get back on track please leave us a review and share this episode everyone experiences overeating they feel that shame that comes alongside it so i think many people can benefit from having a practical mindset tool in the toolbox to help them move forward Please leave us a review, share this. Thank you, babe, for joining. If you want to learn more about Gilan and the incredible work that he does with high performers and leaders and everyone in between, right? Anyone Every, who wants deep who, happiness and peak performance. That's all of us. I'm there. You can check him out on Instagram at gilan.gork. And of course, me at The Lean Girl, all of your fitness, fat loss, recipes, all of the good stuff that you need um, on your fitness and fat loss journey, you can find on my Instagram as well. So check us both out. We've also linked down below in the show notes, all the links that you need. And lastly, please tune in for next week's episode where we are going to be talking about embracing your body along every different fluctuation. And we're going to be talking a bit about the menstrual cycle because that is often what impacts how we feel, whether we're feeling bloated, whether we're feeling up, whether we're feeling moody. So if this is something that you're struggling with, tune in for next week's episode so we can embrace our body at every single step on the journey. Check you then.